welcome to Series 3 of the Bowen Buzz Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to Bowen therapists and those interested in all things Bowen therapy. Here we get to meet educators, Bowen therapists and experts who can assist Bowen therapists run great Bowen businesses so more people get to experience Bowen therapy. So welcome to episode 31 of the Bowen Buzz. Today I am super excited to welcome Jen Trevorrow to have a chat with us about all things video because um, I've been noticing Jen uh, talking to people and, and speaking about the importance of video and how to go about it and, and demystifying and de-stressing people around video. So I, I thought it would be great to get Jen in to talk to us about how we can perhaps improve our our online presence and get people to know more about whether it's bone therapy or whatever we want to know about so we have our confidence around video. How are you, Jen? I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for having me here, Chris. That's no, a real pleasure. It's a real pleasure. Look, before we go too deep into all things video, Jen, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you sort of got to this space? Yeah, absolutely. I um, started my hairdressing apprenticeship when I was 16, started working in salons when I was 14 and absolutely fell in love with um, watching people and when they looked at themselves, they that you could see that they loved themselves and that was the favourite part of that job. And then um, a few years ago, I was offered the opportunity of helping launch America's number one skincare brand here in Australia, which I thought was an amazing opportunity. But it became really apparent that my confidence levels and self-esteem levels were incredibly low. And to be able to take on that opportunity, I needed to be able to put myself out there. I needed to be able to present and whenever I did do that, whether it was um, in a group of people at a networking event or maybe it was on video, I was doing a few Facebook lives here and there, um, the nerves that I got were all-consuming and it came down to the fear of judgment, the fear of not being enough, but also not having the right techniques to be able to do it. And um, I remember that it used to show up to me for me in my body as I would be really angry before I got up to present because of the nerves and everything. And I'm not generally an angry person, Chris and I, you know each other. I'm quite bubbly most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And I really hated that it was doing it to me and I was taking it out on the people that I loved the most. And I knew I needed to do something about it. So I went to a a public speaking event where I learned some really phenomenal things and the things that really stood out for me at that event was my negative self-talk. I'd been so conditioned to talking to myself in ways I would never, ever talk to anybody else um, and it really brought a light to that for me and after that day um, I rang the facilitator and I said that this was such a life-changing moment for me I want to be a part of it. So I ended up um, becoming her MCPA wow. lead coach and trainer. So I was, yeah, training um, all of these amazing people in how to present themselves. And I really fell in love with video. And the way we present on video is so different to how we present in person um, and even one-on-one -on -one with our clients. So there's some real watch outs with video. And I... I now run um, online training courses such as Video Success, Connecting with um, Stories and Metaphors and a few other things as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, so I can help people that want to be course creators, webinars, 
just be able to communicate better with their ideal audience through either their websites or social media and things like that. That's fantastic. So I think a lot of people are nodding when they're hearing you say about uh, the thought about going live onto Facebook Live or recording myself on video or standing up and presenting is one of the worst things that, you know, you could, I'd rather stick pins in my eyes, as Loretta might say. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's a really scary thing to do. So, and, or not. Or not. Well, I'm going to say, they, 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 okay. <laughs> but maybe, as I said, maybe they're nodding with because they're, they're it resonated yeah. what you were saying early on that that you, there was it was you felt you know, you felt anger or that's how you came across anyway or that you were really nervous and I mean nerves are okay aren't they before performing or before doing anything? I've got it. One of my favourite quotes is by Paula Kremer, and it's nervousness is nothing to be ashamed of. Nervous means you care and you really want to do well. But there's different techniques that I teach that when those nerves come up. Uh, they're not an issue for you. So um, there are definitely things you can do. And for those people who were nodding along with that, uh, you're not alone. More people are fearful of public speaking than they are of death, which just blows me away. So, so, yeah, but there are some techniques that we can learn and to to become more comfortable with that, or at least even try to sort of, I suppose, if you feel more confident in what you're about to do. Because that's, what, what are the fears? What what do people fear when they what, – what is the rationale behind that? What do they worry about when someone says, hey, let's do a video? And they say, oh, no. Yeah, there are so many things that pop up for people. I think that the main one is the fear of judgment or fear of not being enough or the fear of forgetting content or the fear of making a fool of yourself. Um, there's so many different things. And I think most people really want that perfectionism and it's that perfectionism that's really holding them back from being able to connect with people. So it's being able to deal with those fears when they come up in a healthy way and realizing that for me, I always, whenever I am getting on to do a video or a training or even a Zoom, I'm thinking, what value can I add for the viewers today? Right. So, so knowing that you're going to be doing something good for other people just gets you sort of moving anyway. So you must have some, I mean, the people can't see you on the podcast, but you always look amazing when I see you on Zoom or I see you at a, at a meeting or presenting. I mean, the lippy goes on, the, the eyeshadows, there's an eyeshadow, no, whatever it is, those things you've got happen. But, but I'll say, so is that how you, um, is there tricks that you have to prepare yourself? Like, when I was first starting to grow my confidence in this area, I, I've actually created a formula for growing confidence called the ABC model, which is both a scientific and um, an aesthetical, uh, authentic way of being able to grow your confidence. And um, I really studied different ways of doing it, but we've all got different things in our psychology that we will do to be able to tap into our confidence. And I remember I wouldn't be able to get onto a video or do anything without the lippy and the high heels because they were like a an anchor for me that I was ready to show up. Um, but I don't, definitely don't need to do that every time. I'll often do videos in, in no makeup at all, in my comfy clothes, depending on what message I want to put out for the day. Um, so having different go-to little strategies that you can tap into to be able to show up uh, can be a really healthy way of getting yourself noticed and seen. 
Great, great. So showing up is showing up is when you're talking about is actually putting yourself out there and, and having a go. Absolutely. And is that better than is having a go and, and just doing it better than I, I, that's almost a rhetorical question because I believe that yes, even if you get on there and say something and it doesn't look fantastic and the lighting's not even the best, but just having a go and getting out there and, and um, you know and, and sharing your message, especially if you've got some value to give to some people. Just, just get on with it. But you've got some, you've got some. I mean, your business is uh, be, be the confident you. Yes. Yes. So it's about teaching people to be confident in presenting themselves. Absolutely. So it does cover a little bit more than that. But my main focus is helping, especially business owners or people who are a brand within a bigger brand. Uh, be seen as the leader in their industry and we are all leaders and it's about being able to show people that um, people love video because it does give people that extra the, the trust the connection they will get to know you they will decide if they like you and they'll decide if they want to do business with you so um, I think that it's really important so that's so that's what we're, why video is so important to get to get a hold of or you think you believe is as far as so, is that better than perhaps doing a, a static post or getting some meme or something like that and putting some words around it? Yeah, um, you cannot create the same amount of emotion in a viewer if they're reading something. That the viewer, if you, they're reading, they have to create the mo- the emotions within them. So, if you're thinking about if you read an amazing book and it made you really happy. It wasn't the book itself. It was the pictures you created around the words on the page. So we're sort of cutting that down a little bit so people feel like they know us. They can they can feel our energy. They can um, see us physically and make better decisions about that. But with social media especially, the statistics are incredible when it comes to video. Um, just on Facebook alone, there's 3,000 years worth of video content posted every single day oh wow it's crazy but your videos will automatically get 48 percent more reach than a photo and text and uh, you're more likely to get 1200 percent more shares with a video than a post so there's so much being created do you have any tips or just one or two tricks that might get some someone's video noticed amongst the crowd perhaps or is there, is there something that, that you can do to, to to make people stop the scroll perhaps and watch your video rather than the other 3,000 years of video that's being made that day? If we've got our ideal clients following us, I think that's the first step. But having a really catchy title, so think about what's going to really grab people's attention and make them want to hit the play button. Um, there's different strategies that I use to be able to get engagement as well because the more people we get engaging with our videos, and I love Facebook Live or Instagram Live because you can people can interact with it as they're watching, um, and Facebook definitely prefers Facebook Live over just a static video. Um, so there's lots of different things that you can do. I would probably say my top tip, especially for people in the medical industry, and that are doing um, things that may have a lot of jargon, so a lot of words that may, uh, like people that aren't in your industry may not understand, so it could be acronyms that you use, even 
I was talking with a personal trainer who's a client of mine and I said instead of saying, you know, your glutes and your like giving the specific names of the muscles because for me I always have to stop, check out, figure out what she's talking about and check back in. So it's about saying things in the right wording to that people understand because if someone doesn't understand one word in your sentence, they cannot fully comprehend the sentence. So there's ways of doing that. So you could use an acronym at the start of your video or a saying or a word and just say which means that. Okay. And then once they – because people then don't have to check out to try and find the information and check back in. Okay. So keeping it – so it's almost like keeping it simple without sounding like you're dumbing it down. Yeah, and that was actually studied at the New York University in 2014 as well. They did the same presentation four times and um, the audience deemed what they were saying to be more true when they didn't use jargon. Ah, okay. So it's like they weren't trying to bamboozle us with the science sort of thing. So they just tell us straight. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's good. I, I think that my next big tip for people is knowing where to look. I remember a few years ago I was doing a video interview. There were three of us on the panel and the whole time I had my face turned to the right, nodding in agreements with uh, the other people. And when I saw the replay, I was mortified because it had flipped and so I looked like I was completely disengaged, nodding at the wall. But knowing where your camera is and keeping really good eye contact can make a huge difference. So if you are doing a Facebook Live or a video, don't look at the screen. Don't look at the other people on the screen. If you are in a video conferencing, maybe you're talking to a client, as soon as I look into the camera, it automatically makes you feel more connected. So make sure you know where the camera is and where to look. Great, great. So, I mean, a little while ago, you and I did a, a, a Facebook Live, okay, on your on your page. And um, you looked amazing and I looked like I was about 110 and my lighting was all wrong and my chair height was wrong and I was looking at you on the screen and you were looking straight at my eyes in the camera. So I tell you, you, you really did – uh, that really did illustrate what, exactly what you were talking about. So, so now, um, Jen, you have some um, teachings that you do, and 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 you've let me know that you've got an ebook that you're going to share with for our um, for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. That- I've got. I've got um, lights, camera, zoom, I've named it, and it's the Aesthetical Guide for Looking Great on Camera. Great. So I do teach a lot of how to structure things, how to communicate better through your videos, but for this, it's just all about how to look good. So it talks about the lighting, where to get your main light source from, what angle to have the camera, because I'm sure we've all been on a Zoom where you can see directly up someone's nose or they've got chins you didn't even realise that they had because of the angle of the camera. It covers what to wear and some watch outs on what not to wear on camera because sometimes we need to tweak the way we're dressed the camera as well because it doesn't translate and it just covers some basics like that to have you looking feeling and being confident on camera so we can start off that's great i really appreciate that so i'll pop it in the show notes and um, some other information about that but you also do a a course that that um that you run how does that work it's a four-week program, so we meet on Zoom at the same time. It's very, very interactive and heaps of fun as well. So it's called Video Success, and I've broken it down into that acronym SUCCESS, which is to shake off the nerves. So I think we do six different activities and learn about six different things to reduce those nerves. 
how to understand your audience, how to create a scene. So looking at your background and what's complimentary or maybe not so complimentary, how the different categories of videos to give you lots of different ideas and structures that you can use to be able to um, entice more people to watch what you're putting out there, uh, how to engage, which is huge, and that's a really fun class, how to structure and how to sign off your videos. Great. Okay. I suppose it doesn't matter whether you're pulling your iPhone out of your pocket and pointing it at your face and shooting it or you're using a high-end camera. I suppose a lot of that stuff is exactly the same. Absolutely. Yep. Right. And and do people need to spend a lot of money to make reasonable videos? Like, Do they have to get a lot of equipment and that sort of thing? Not at all. It is as simple as having your phone. I do have a little bit more equipment that, that I've built up over the years and because it's what I do but if you've got really great natural light coming in from a window and you've got your phone in front of you you're going to look great so just making sure the background's okay um so it's just those little little tweaks and things like that anybody can do a video I still sometimes will do a quick video from my car a quick like hat to share obviously pulled over with the car turned off nice and safe I have seen some professional speakers drive whilst doing videos and it's, please don't do that. Please, please don't. Um, And yeah, you don't need a lot of equipment, but having some really good skills in your toolbox, I think that now it's a fundamental in business development to be able to present on, on camera. I hear a lot of people say, I'm just, I, 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 I want to do Facebook better. I want to get out there and I, I want to, but I'm just not quite sure how, or I just don't have the confidence. So perhaps, Jen, interacting with you and having listened to this and having a look at the ebook that will pop into the show notes might uh, give people that little bit of confidence that they can, they can pull the camera out and they can have something to say and interact better with their, with their ideal clients and, grow their business, which I suppose is really what we want as bone therapists. We want people to know more about bone therapy. One of the great ways to do it is to explain it through through video. So get, getting more people engaging. Yes, totally. And the other thing is to remember having just a quick introductory video on your website that people do a lot of research if they're looking for someone to um, take care of them, whether it's therapy, healthcare, anything like that. So they often will go and do some research and if they've got a quick video that they can watch, you will get people staying on your website two to three minutes longer, but people already know if they like you and trust you just from that. So if you want to stand out from every other person in your area that may be doing, have the same qualifications as you, having just a short, sharp video on your website can make a huge difference. Nice tip. And I suppose also these days you can have a video at the start of your Facebook, your business Facebook page too, can't you? That's a, that's another option that a lot, of, a lot of people don't take up. So that might be a great tip for that as well, even if you don't have a website. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Jen, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. And um, talk about giving value. You've certainly given us a lot of value today. And um, people will pop some um, details. Um, what's your uh, what's your your give us your details as far as um, your is it Instagram or my details? Yeah, yes. give us your I'm no, don't, don't, need, don't, don't need your phone number, but um, <laughs> that's all right. Um, I, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Be the Confident You, uh, so you can find me there. Um, I can share those details with you, Chris. But I also do 45 
15-minute strategy session. So if anyone is wanting to either take their videos to the the next level or just learn some real basics to get their confidence up so that they do feel great on camera, I'm more than happy for you to begin with me. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great, Jen. been great to have you on the Bow and Buzz. Really appreciated you taking the time. And um, I'm sure you've given us, a, as I said, a lot of value to all the, all the people here in this podcast. Thank you so much, Chris. Good on you, Jen. Cheers. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bow and Buzz. More episodes can be found at www.bowenbuzz.com.au or head along to iTunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'd like to say thanks to Louis Reed for our original music. I'm your host, Chris Reed from Bowen Buzz Training, inspiring happy, healthy lives.